welcome to an afternoon episode of the PHNX D-Bag Podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. I'm thrilled to have the entire crew with us here in studio today. Of course, I am your mayor of the city of Phoenix. This man is in charge of utilities. He's Mr. Electric himself, uh, Sean DePaz. And this, of course, is the face that we don't get to see here in the studio often enough. It's the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Freed for the World Travel. I, I thought about, you know, joining the show today from Chase Field. Yeah. Like seeing, if they, seeing if they would let me in the building. You can get I, into the cold beers and cheeseburgers. Yeah. I can get you in there, oh, Jesse. That's fair. Yeah, we I can get you into the building. We could have gotten you a good shot of the field in the background and everything. Maybe even what a am better I doing shot here? than you get in the I absolutely should be joining the show from you Chase Field once again. I don't feel right? like you even like coming in here and hanging out with us anymore. No, I like to keep a safe distance. That's you know? true. That's why I mean, Sean's here. We being... can't talk bad about him. No, that's correct. Like we we also can't do all the other stuff that we do when he's not here. Well, we you know? can. He just uh, he's just very judging. Yeah, just <laughs> so judgy. Uh, and I'm judging right now because I have to judge the play of Corbin Carroll as of late, and I have to ask you guys: Is Corbin Carroll okay? Jesse, is Corbin Carroll okay? Why? Why do you think Corbin Carroll's not okay? Why, why would I think he's not okay? Well, in you mean, the last you mean month, statistically, you so mean July second okay. through through August 9th, Corbin Carroll is hitting two twenty nine, three twenty, three ninety five with a seven fifteen OPS, uh, with four homers, two triples, two doubles. Yeah, I mean, like it's not good, right? I mean, it's not the Corbin Carroll that we saw earlier in the season, but this is kind of what happens to rookies, yeah, right? Correct. Like you. You know, you come in and, and some rookies have a lot of success right off the bat. Corbin Carroll is certainly one of them, but it doesn't always last. Like the league kind of figures some things out and, and makes some adjustments. And, you know, rookies have to have to adapt and find ways to adjust back. And I think Corbin has done that in some ways. And, and you know, he probably still has some more some more work to do on that front. So, yeah, he's fine, Derek. He's, <laughs> he's a very he's a very good baseball player who is very likely going to figure things out again at some point. He's just in a bit of a funk right now. Any concerns that he is injured at all or or feeling uh, still the effects maybe of, of what he went through with that shoulder injury? Yeah, I don't. I mean, the Diamondbacks wouldn't be playing Corbin <laughs> Carroll if there was some kind of injury here. I, I think we can be pretty confident. There's, there's just no reason for them to do that, frankly. Um, you know, is it possible that it is kind of lingering a little bit? That wouldn't totally shock me. But I don't think he's making any kind of big swing adjustments or anything like we talked about last night. It honestly looks pretty much the same as it did yeah. before. So, um, yeah, I, as far as I'm aware, there's really no connection between his struggles and and the shoulder issue. I don't really see a clear connection. There. Well, it's like we we talked about the two handed swing mm -hmm. and things like that. But like if you do go back earlier in the season, he, he, he was doing it at times. There's just there's kind of been a, a thing where like at times when a pitch kind of is a little bit out of the zone or maybe tailing away from him, he kind of uses that one-handed extension to just get that little bit mm -hmm. extra distance to get the barrel on, on the ball, right? So, yeah. like, you know, again, like you said, Jesse, we're still seeing that. It's not like we're not seeing that, but there, there's a lot of concern, obviously, because Corbin Carroll was a big reason why this team was off to the start that they For were, sure. but not the sole reason, right? A lot of guys have, have regressed over these last 30-plus days, and that's the reason why. You know, the Diamondbacks offensively right now seem to just that that seems to be their biggest problem. We've we blame it on the bullpen all the time and the bullpen still deserves their fair share of the blame. But lately, pitching doesn't seem to be the problem for this team as much as as the offensive woes like what we're seeing kind of, uh, you know, Corbin go through and the rest of these guys go through Christian Walker, another guy that seems yeah. to be struggling as of late. It would be a much more concerning to me if it wasn't also like everybody. Right. Like, it, yeah, right. <laughs> if it was just yeah. him slumping, it would be like, OK, there's something wrong with him. But it, it 
it, again, as something I talked about a lot last night and with Tori, like it just feels like everybody sucks. So like it's hard to make it seem like if this is necessarily a, a Corbin thing. And I mean, like, do you have the stats, the, those stats again uh, for Corbin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. I like do. they, they, they are okay right they're, I mean, yeah they're like, not, if, you're, like if your slump is like a 715 ops exactly, or whatever yeah. it was yeah that's like, pretty good like yeah. you're still providing a lot yeah. of value especially with the way that corbin runs the base yeah and like jesse said like this happens to all of the rookies and it happened to corbin last like james outman was rookie of the year at the beginning of the season for a full month where has he been yeah uh, striking out he's actually but playing he, pretty James well yeah. like 340 since the all-star break he actually has like the highest on base percentage i think of any player but right? he, but, he went through that too like where right. he was the rookie of the year and then he fell off a little bit ellie same thing matt mcclain's betting 216 over his last seven games like it it happens to all of it happens to every baseball player like it's yep. baseball's a very hard sport people go through slumps and then like jesse said if your slump is looks like corbin's slump it it's probably not the worst means thing that you're world. a pretty good baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, something that, that did also uh, upset me very much when it comes to Corbin Carroll was uh, him appearing on Mookie Betts' hmm. podcast. Uh, as much as it pains me to say this, On Base with Mookie Betts is quite possibly the best baseball podcast yeah. I've ever not seen. Not named PHNX Diamondbacks. Yeah. Right, we'll go with course. that. Yeah, sure. I wish I was <laughs> the host that Mookie Betts is because this man... I will never be as cool as Mookie yeah. Betts. That's easily something we can all agree we on. Knew here. That, Derek. Uh, what's that? So we knew that. Shut up, Jacob. No, uh, no one that we know like, is ever going to be as yeah, cool as Mookie Betts. No one, no, no one that we know is going to be as cool as Mookie Betts. But uh, recently, his podcast doesn't have very many episodes, 10 episodes deep. And already 20% of his podcast have featured Arizona Diamondbacks players. <laughs> uh, because go. Corbin Carroll was on his last episode and on his most recent episode. Uh, I don't know. That, that was probably a wrong way to phrase <laughs> that. But uh, Zach Gallon was his latest guest on his podcast. And uh, they had quite the conversation, including Mookie Betts. That's not really knowing that the city of Phoenix remains open as a city during the summer because of the heat. <laughs> uh, a lot of questions there about going outside and just how. how I like, mean, Mookie literally just played two baseball games here in Arizona yeah. in front of like 30,000 fans. Yeah. Like, where does he teleport there? Where does, where does he think these people like shop for groceries? <laughs> yeah. Like, does yeah. he like. How, how exactly does that work? I don't know exactly how Mookie how Mookie's brain was thinking. Sean and I were talking about this. There are some states that when you don't live there and you don't visit there and you don't have like family or friends there, you don't even think about yeah. because they just exist. And it's like, I don't, I yeah, don't know. One of those things, I don't know yeah. why New Mexico exists. Right? Exactly. I don't know what's going you on. You don't over have there. an idea of New Mexico until someone asks you, "What do you think about New Mexico?" I'm glad Gerald's not here yet. Um, and then it's, yeah. just, and it's just like, oh, just what do I land. think of New Mexico? And then yeah, you think of. You think of like it seems like a scene out of Courage the Cowardly Dog, where yes. it's just like infinite yes. darkness and, With one and happiness. Yeah. yeah, that's what no, that's what it, it, New Mexico feels like. Just a Thor in a pickup truck drinking yeah. with and Molchenor. Out to there be fair, Illinois. there's probably for somebody that's lived in basically Nashville, Tennessee, Boston, and Los Angeles, they probably aren't thinking about Arizona all that. Mookie's probably doesn't have much of a, yeah. a track record. He goes Arizona. from his hotel room to the lobby to the car picking him up, which is heavily air-conditioned, uh, to the player's entrance <laughs> at Chase Field, uh, to the dugout, right? Like so, Or the, the clubhouse. Um, but I love this interview, and I loved both of these interviews, both with Corbin Carroll and Zach Gallon. Mookie Betts, I mean this when I say this, is an incredible host and yeah uh, this is a very yeah. very good podcast but uh one of the first things that they talked about 
was Zach uh, Mookie on Zach Gallon's homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, Mookie Betts hit his first ever Dodgers home run against Zach Gallon. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, <laughs> and and yeah, they they did talk about that. You can you can see the clip here. It's pretty funny. Thank you. I want to give you a shout out. Thank you for um, letting me hit my first Dodger homer off. <laughs> I'll never forget it. And the, oh, no. the, only re- foot change up. the only reason why I remember the homer is because the pitch I hit, I had no business swinging at. No business swinging at. No business swinging at. And I, I don't know how I hit it. When I hit it, I think <laughs> I was I was running around the bases like, what just happened? I So, yeah, I, I remember throwing. I was like, man, that's a pretty good pitch. And you hit the homer, and I said, He's that good, I guess. No, like, no, yeah, that's that luck. no seriously. That I'm like, uh, we, I must have watched that clip during the in the dugout that outing. After, like, there was a lot of guys watching. Like, I need to see that again. How do you do that? And I'm like, you just like pulled your hands in. I don't know. Like, Mookie, I, I like Mookie thanking him for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great way to start that conversation. <laughs> Mookie is so good, dude. Yeah, he really is. Like, he was the best player in baseball at a point. I, th- I think like at the end of his Red Sox tenure, but he was like the best player in baseball. Uh, still remains up there. Yeah, he's, he's the still pretty damn good at it. Yeah, uh, and he's also cool as shit. He, he really is. But they also and he talk- can bowl. What's that? He can bowl. He can bowl. How many perfect yeah, games does he bowl? He's, he's like, bowled like, like four or five perfect bowl. games. Holy shit! Yeah. No, he's like he's how like, is a guy so he's talented one of those so people many that's good at everything. He, during yeah, spring training, he hosted a bowling yeah. event in in Scottsdale with all the MLB guys came and bowled, and it was a whole thing. And how does he not know about the weather and the city staying open? Then that's I still need to know that. I'm also very frustrated because if he's this good as a host, this good as a bowler, and exactly, this good he's as one of those major people. league baseball player, good at everything. I bet he cooks really well. And too. also, he's like <laughs> he's like one of the. I chef. think he's probably one of the best second basemen in baseball, and he doesn't play second base. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, we saw yeah, him play you can, against the you can put him anywhere, basically. <laughs> I mean, the Dodgers, I think, have used him at shortstop this year, yeah. too. And, and, you know, he made a pretty spectacular play there as well. So, yeah, Mookie is Mookie is just like he's like a freak athlete, right? Yeah. I mean, he he's the baseball player who probably could play just about any other sport. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he is also like awesome. Yeah. He's like by all accounts, like a really good dude. And he's really likable and he's cool. Yeah. Why is he the coolest man in baseball? Like, I'm jealous of these interviews. Jesse and I talked about this yesterday that like not a lot of baseball players can really pull off interviewing other baseball players. This is something you see quite common in NBA. Yeah. And it's very fun in the NBA. So it's like one of those things you do want to see bleed over to other sports. You want to see these kind of interactions. As, as baseball as, needs more people like this. As it friendly really as we could get with these guys, we could never uh, get the kind of interview with a player. Yeah, because they're just they're going to be too guarded versus right, yeah. the the versus how they can and, be themselves with someone like Mookie. And we like, like when we watched the Corbin clip the other day, like it goes to show like there's so much there is there is a lot of personality in baseball. It just needs like the outlet for it to be expressed. Because like yeah. we watched that Corbin thing and we're like, I didn't know Corbin had that in him. Yeah, like, I didn't realize he was the kind of yeah. guy that would fight. Right. For his teammates, like right. I didn't, I didn't know he was that kind of person. So like, and, and just like these, it made sense because he's a baseball savant, so he knows the yeah. exact right thing to do in any baseball scenario, yeah. including when to throw a punch. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they also talked to Zach about possibly staying here in Arizona and what that would mean to him long term. And uh, this was his answer: What What would it mean to you if Arizona, if you were to stay with Arizona, knowing that this is kind of where you got your first real 
opportunity. Yeah, I'm always going to have like just crazy love for for Arizona just cuz you know, they 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 saw something in me that maybe not a lot of their teams did. Um and I think they treated me like a a veteran with not much service that like mm-hmm. they they put a lot of trust in me so like I, I have just a lot of respect for them in that sense um and yeah i mean just i said it this past off season it's like this town in terms of sports like they just des- they deserve a winner like and you know whether it's us it's the suns like the cardinals like just hasn't like worked out in the last you know how many every year so like but the fans are here like mm-hmm. they definitely here. They, they show up so it's like i want to you know be a part of you know, that the pride people have in the city for, you know, baseball team. I love his answer and uh, also hate his answer. Oh, it's going to hurt I mean, so I think that bad. was all positive, right? It was, like, which you... is why it's going to hurt so bad. See, this is <laughs> that that's a logical person. These this... are Arizona sports fans right here. <laughs> this is what happened. You just you interpret their words differently. It almost already to me sounds like a goodbye. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't. Well, like you said, it's all positive well, nice yeah. things about how much you would like to stay here and become part of the culture. But it's almost like a ah, that's not going to happen. Kind of thing. It would be nice if it happened but that's not if happen. i'm being real though like the answer was really encouraging because like it's super easy to get a question like that and just like say something yeah. but, like it was a very specific yeah. answer about like how they treated him when he first became a part of the organization and what that meant to him and how, how he feels about the city like he's clearly paid attention and bought into being a part of the phoenix sports scene more than that is I th- like i think he very un- good he understands that like there's something that needs building here yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. that's something that yeah. is very true when it comes to the diamondbacks fan base and and in general the sports here like the suns have a very solid foundation because of how long they've been yeah. around we have generations and generations now of suns fans here in the valley but right. you can't say the same really about cardinals yeah. coyotes or diamondbacks but the yeah. diamondbacks are still the baby on the block yeah. by comparison to conspiracy the other conspiracy theory here zach gallon has not pitched well in the second half of the season so that the team can give him a hometown discount, he's going to stay for cheaper than we imagined. Me, he could just take the hometown discount oh, and God. pitch well. Jacob's, <laughs> Jacob's doing drugs over I, there at the. At, 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 I would say he's drunk, but I mean, I don't even think that yeah, explains I mean, he, it. You could just take less and pitch well if that's what he wanted to do. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how that works. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, you don't have to pitch worse. Boss, to take right? a hometown right. discount. Right? Um, but what was I going to say? Like. I also think it's it's good that he understands like he he talked about the fans showing up like he understands that like there there's a lot of times where that stadium especially before this year has not had anybody in it yes and then he understands yes. that like if you give this fan base a winner like they will show up yeah they that's just how this works like right. yeah. it is it is the kind of fan base that you need like you you kind of have to earn their their attendance and their respect for better or worse Tori- and he he understands it and i think appreciates it which is sorry awesome. to cut you off. No, you're good tory brought that up earlier and it was when he was talking about like seeing things change against this very dodgers mm-hmm. team early on in the season you know he was like he, he commented about how he liked what he was seeing from the fans and he could see things were changing at chase field uh, especially considering he's been there over the years yeah. where that became essentially a giant dodger fan takeover right so i mean like, the last the last couple nights it, the last couple of nights been a whole lot of red in this thing that's there. correct jesse and why because they have not been good and people have lost faith and in also this team. the dodgers come with are here less that like, is, I feel that's like that's, there's a lot of there are sure. a lot of Dodgers fans that live here 
There, yeah, there was a big difference yeah. between game one and game two, too. That is true. Game yeah. one was, was packed with Dodgers fans. Game two still had a lot, but I don't know if it had as many people just in general. Yeah, at but it, you, you know? yeah, you get was, far less than uh, I think it was maybe too. maybe 2,000 less last oh, night that's than, it? than the night before. Uh, it, was, it, was, it looked yeah. a lot worse at the beginning because they, they did really what Dodgers fans do. Yeah, they Dodgers showed up late. fans always show up half It's an part of their DNA. We were talking about that. Most of them don't, they're not even from LA. They live here, but they still have the same behavior and same, same, same. Like, wow, what's the point of going? the first nothing nothing good happens in the first couple <laughs> yeah. of innings we'll just watch our pitcher is gonna later. not do or it's just gonna shut out the other people for the first few innings let's get there for the end where the action is oh i'm now i'm jealous of mookie and the dodgers and the dodgers fans. i hate all of this now right now but uh I, one thing i could watch is a a show of zach gallon and mookie Betts playing the immaculate grid together just 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 the two of them with no computer help and Zach Gallon having to explain <laughs> things like the rarity score to Mookie Betts because this is incredible. Uh, here was their discussion about that. That works. See, I like that 1%. The, I guess the so I've looked at this now and when, people when, are like that means like that's good. No, it's super rare. Like nobody people gonna. are getting that. Oh wow. Okay. So some people from what it sounds like I've seen like the Barso guys or whoever like the John Boy guys, they try to get the slowest percentage like added up. You know huh? what I mean? So, like, see how it like says like one percent? There at the end, you'll get this thing. It's like a rarity score, and that'll say like how rare your grid was. Like, of thinking of names that people aren't gonna think of, as opposed to going like, you know, somebody super famous. Like, it's trying to get like a unique grid in there. Hey, we just I don't know what you. I'm just just so we just go keep on going because yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> I, I love that Mookie is as lost about the Immaculate Grid as he is about the Arizona weather. It's another thing that he's good at, though, is how how are you so simultaneously being that lame and that cool at yeah, the same you're, time? Yeah, you're like, right. He's like, the only person that pulls it off it. that well. It's a very simple concept, Mookie. It's not that hard it's to get. It's not hard at all. Like, it's like, very straightforward. Based on the, 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 the more you know minuscule, like the less people that answered this, yeah. the, the better the rarity and I, score, I feel right? Like that, he was doing a good job job explaining it yeah like pretty, yeah what, what exactly explain be... i don't know how to explain the rarity <laughs> yeah, right. score any, any better simpler, than any any right. better than than zach did it is funny watching them do the immaculate grid if, if you go and actually check out the full show they try to do the entire immaculate grid together zach gallon is heavily carrying the thing the entire time because <laughs> apparently mookie Betts like is one of the best players in baseball and has never heard of like you know that's a lot so of crazy. very famous baseball <laughs> players when you play with you He's been in the league for a while. Like you, he's you know played the, with guys yeah, who have been you know in the league. He, he openly this? admitted, though, that he doesn't know anyone who plays for the Minnesota Twins. There's <laughs> an entire <laughs> row of Minnesota Twins, and and I'm pretty sure Mookie just straight up said, like, "Joe Mauer." I don't know. Well, like he, he did what, mention Joe Mauer like at one point, but I think I think Zach. I think Zach mentioned Joe yeah. Maurer. I don't, I don't, I, who knows if Mookie is even crazy. is aware that, that Joe Maurer exists. Here, I'm not sure. I have this theory about that because I do now see, especially that my daughter is getting older and has like friends that are completely like locked into sports at 11, 12 years old, right? Like, they they don't have time. These kids don't have time to watch the sport that they play. Yeah. They're too busy going to 16 practices a day yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. all of this other shit, trying to make it themselves to the major leagues one day. And that involves a tremendous amount of work. So it really doesn't surprise me that elite players 
that, you know, they he, Mookie's probably been like this his whole life. He's probably been one of the best players in baseball his entire career ever since he was little. And you just you don't have time for that other shit. You actually have to worry about your own career, not yeah. enjoying baseball cards and stuff like uh, like like the rest of us got to do. Uh, but I do say that Mookie, once again, uh, frustrates me with how good he is at everything even like you said being nerdy i think that clip also very much showed why zach gallon enjoys jesse friedman so much uh (laughs) you guys really get a chance to nerd out sometimes when you get together and talking about stats and stuff don't you yeah zach is zach he's just really smart he's he's really i don't know if i would describe zach as being like a nerd necessarily like he's not like me in that sense. Like I'm, a, I'm just a straight up nerd, right? <laughs> Zach Facts. is like cool, but also knowledgeable, yeah, right? Yeah. It's what I aspire to be. Sure, honestly. <laughs> no, I'm I working you. on it. Um, you're, 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 you're on the road. You're I'm on the, on the road. There. Yeah, yeah I'm, for sure. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But yeah, he he really is one of, um, you know, I mean, not just like immaculate grid, like general baseball knowledge. He he really you know spends so much time trying to get to under, you know, just trying to understand his craft better. And, you know, whatever he can do to to be a better pitcher. I don't know if you're going to find anyone around baseball who's more cerebral and, you know, just more of a thinker and tinkerer than Zach Gallen is. I mean, that is that is his identity out there on the mound. And it's a big reason why he's as successful as he is. Uh, Elizabeth says Zach and Jesse doing an immaculate grid when we need that immediately. <laughs> Uh, super chat That'd from uh, is it Ryuji Sakamoto? Uh, I'll try my best there. D-backs fan from North Carolina here. Is it wrong if I want the team to lose every game just so we can have a major leadership shakeup? Yes, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> that's yeah. factually. Yeah, that's absolutely wrong. That is not the direction we want things to go. I understand. A lot of people are frustrated with a lot of different things. They're frustrated with the front office. They're frustrated with Tory's managing. Mostly, we're just all frustrated with the losing because yeah. it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense and is sometimes in order to make sense of things, you feel like you have to pin blame on a particular, you know, area, person, coaching staff, front office, that kind of thing. We just have to like actually start to realistically wonder if the Diamondbacks can turn things around with the def- difficult schedule that they have ahead. I am not saying can they do it because of course they can. Any baseball team can get hot at any time. And we obviously saw that this team had no problem winning games early on the season, even when they were facing difficult opponents like the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, April was a month where we thought things were going to be so bad for this team that I put uh, my hair and chemical burns on my scalp on the line in order uh, to, 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 to jokingly say I would uh, dye my hair purple if they had a winning record. I When I said that, I would not have said that if I thought there was an actual chance I had to dye my hair purple. Let's be honest, right? So the Diamondbacks were much better in April when they had a tough schedule than we expected them to be. They got basically took care of business in May, part of June, and then things really kind of obviously fell off. We all know the story from there, but... Uh, there does not look like there's much uh, shade from the sun, if you will, on the rest of their schedule between now and the end of the season. So yeah. that's the main reason why we, I think, I have to start wondering if this is actually a possibility that this team could turn things around with the level of dif- difficulty that they have lying ahead of them. They have a lot. I mean, they really do control their destiny. I think we, I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Like they have. They have seven games against the Padres, right, over the next week and a half. We talked about that. They have a four-game series against the Cincinnati Reds 
in a couple of weeks. That's a home series. They play the Chicago Cubs seven times in the month of September. All of their games against the Cubs are in September. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're going head to head with a lot of the teams that they are competing against in this wild card race. And something I, I try to remind people of, like at the beginning of a season and throughout a season, there are going to be so many moments during it within a baseball season where you think your team, you know, might win the World Series. <laughs> and when you think your team is like the worst team in baseball or has no business being a playoff team. Right. And I think that's especially true for Diamondbacks fans, because over the last few years, this team has been kind of a middling team where there are the highs and the yeah. lows. There are the moments when they're in first place for a while and then they fall out. Mm -hmm. Right. And the moment that you think the team is, you know, is safely a contender, you know, it seems like sooner or later reality is going to strike and and there are going to be some darker times that cause you to doubt yourself. And and beyond that, on the on the flip side, there's also going to be moments when you think the sky is falling and the season is over and everything's done. And reality probably strikes there, too. And that's just kind of my hunch for how the rest of the season is is going to go. The Diamondbacks are not the team that we saw in, in April and May. I think it's abundantly clear that they were overperforming. But they're also not the team that we've seen the last month. That That is clearly yeah. a shell of what this true Diamondbacks, uh, the, the true talent level of this Diamondbacks roster. And um, yeah, I mean, you never know what what's going to happen. Anything's possible in this sport. But I have a feeling this team's going to stick around for a while because I, I think they're good enough to do so. A lot of people laughed at a Christian Walker clip we posted on our Twitter account, and I'm still calling it Twitter, and I will call it Twitter until I die or that website dies. <laughs> I don't but know if I don't know if I've ever heard anyone call it X. Last honestly. night, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks have did. to call it X. They were really, really said, oh, yeah. at, uh, at they, they it says yeah. follow us on I guess on any X like any Instagram. super official yeah right and like, I was like that's what I said to. I was like it sucks but you can't they don't really have a choice yeah yeah it is that be, really gonna bother like, you guys because like, then it's a, a baseball team making a statement at that point right, is it gonna bother right, us exactly. yeah so you've been to the games you see when they put up like the tag board where it's like post at us on yeah. x or whatever yeah. so the next time you go look at it and look at the x logo and tell me it doesn't look like a computer that makes you want to just click out of the photo yeah. yes no, it's hitting x. yes it's that's exactly what it looks like not to mention it's just a dumb name and a dumb website and a dumb rebranding <laughs> yeah. and a fucking waste of money and you just threw the bluebird and the twitter brand that was worth millions maybe billions in the trash don't even get me started on that i'm sick of it but i miss the little bluebird i do too <laughs> uh i hated the day that my app changed it like it's yeah. still confused because when I have it in my little like folder, it still calls it Twitter. But when I make that, when I expand that folder, it calls uh, it X mm. fucking hate it. I hate it. But anyway, uh, I don't know if the diamondbacks can turn things around or will turn things around. But, uh, going back to the Christian Walker video, I was saying that we got a lot of funny comments on. He talked about this roster now being better than the roster they started the year with the results be damned. I don't think he's wrong. I do think that they address some of the issues. I think that they have found some pieces. I think we had a lot of questions about things. It's not to say that everything's good for this team. It's definitely not. But I do agree. And I, I definitely have to uh, remind everybody that when you say you want to go back to those days, remember, that involves Madison Bumgarner also being part of the starting rotation. So that be careful. Like so long Be careful ago. what you wish for. Like two I seasons ago. Not even this season. It. Not even last season. I can't season. even think of like a start that he made ago. this year. Like, I can't even think about Madison Bumgarner starting a game this year. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to. Yeah, it happened lots of times, in fact. But we've moved on, and hopefully this team continue to get better, uh, will continue to get better, and uh, 
honestly, like it's, I hate to say this, but I feel like this season is kind of like the bubble suns where they didn't quite get there, but you saw the potential. Unfortunately, kind of flipped around. Yeah, where very the good, much flipped the, around. The good the part was at suns. the beginning instead of at <laughs> yeah, the end yeah. of the season, right? But like, it really does feel like this season is that season where, yes, they got close. Yes, you can see the promise of this team. And maybe with a couple of offseason moves, they really can build what they have uh, as a foundation into an actual contender next year. I don't feel like it's that far off, but yeah. uh, one great way for me to put my money where that, where my mouth is, is like with a future bet on bet MGM. And that's something you can do in all sorts of different ways, including still getting in on Corbin Carroll for rookie of the year, even though, who knows how those odds are going to change here soon. Uh, and also uh, maybe a little Zach Gallon action for Cy Young. Who knows? But uh, one thing you can get in for absolutely free is the Swing for the Fences promotion. Uh, all you have to do is log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android and play the free-to-play game between now and September 7th. Uh, you are a batter. You pick an area to, of the strike zone to swing at. And depending on the result, you'll either single, double, triple, home run, walker, 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 or cool. pop out, and you will receive the prize associated with that type of hit. You can play once a day, and the prizing must be used on Major League Baseball bets and does expire in 24 hours. So make sure you sign up right now for the BetMGM app if you haven't done so yet. Use our bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, if you place your first bet offer, and you will receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Uh, we lost Michael Rokicki in, in, in the chat because he says, no, this season is reminding me of the Cardinals were 7-0 and going into the Green Bay game. How yeah. dare you? No, no, absolutely not, because we know what happened after that uh, for multiple seasons. I don't like any of uh, that. One they, thing about that team, they still made the playoffs. That's true. They got embarrassed once they got there, but they did make the they playoffs. They did make it. He said it. Uh, Elise says, so what you're saying is we're going to make the World Series next year, go up 2-0, and then lose the next four to crush our dreams. That is exactly what I'm saying, Elise. <laughs> that Thank feels you. like a pretty positive outcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is wrong with that? It is a positive po- I mean, I can- We make the World Series in your fucking nightmare scenario, Elise. <laughs> is that not good enough for That's you? That's one thing I have never had to deal with is I have never had a team lose a championship. You are a Buffalo Bills fan. No, like I'm okay. What? I've never, I've never experienced it. I've never lived it. Like they've either they just don't get there or they win it. Like the, the, okay. the, the when I rooted for the uh, Sox, they whenever they got there, they won it. I, or my team sucks so bad they never got there, and I never had to live through a team losing a championship. Thank you for simultaneously making me laugh and also reminding me that I'm old. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, we appreciate you guys for being in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel right now. If you're here in the chat, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. Leave us a thumbs up just to make us feel good about ourselves. Uh, If you are listening on the audio podcasting side, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. And, of course, we always appreciate you guys being diehards. If you haven't signed up for a diehard membership yet, go to gophnx.com. Sign up today. You will get all sorts of wonderful benefits, including free merchandise from the phnxlocker.com. 
free benefits from our partners, and so much more. Uh, you also get Jesse's newsletter, Full Count, uh, which he explores Paul Seewald potentially being the greatest uh, closer in Diamondbacks history. With uh, I didn't say that. I, I didn't say greatest in closer mouth. in Diamondbacks history. He said he's the best relief pitcher we've ever gotten, and all of our problems are solved. <laughs> yes, that that's is exactly a, yeah, that's what a good said. summary, Derek. I'm glad you read the story. <laughs> I can't because I don't have a diehard membership anymore. Mine, mine expired. <laughs> but see, I need to get a diehard membership ASAP. So uh, make sure you do so wait, you're not like me. Wait, your you diehard out. membership expired? How exactly so. does this know. work, Derek? I don't Derek? know. I mean, I think they're telling me That's how it works. Derek, have you been paying for a membership? Um, are we not? Are we not supposed to? I feel like I'm a chump <laughs> now. But anyway, I don't mind contributing because I get so much back uh, from the diehard membership. So it's fine. I'm fine, you guys. Uh, it's basically it's basically free anyway with that $50 gift certificate from Mountain Mike's Pizza. But uh, we thank you guys for being a diehard. And again, if you haven't done so already, sign up today to become part of our PHNX family. We have some power rankings to take a look at for Major League Baseball and you know, of course, we don't have too much changing, but let's take a look at where all the teams fall this time around. Uh, we saw the Atlanta Braves up at number one. Uh, we have the Texas Rangers moving up to that second spot after the trades that improved that franchise that was already pretty damn good this year. Yes. Uh, and the Dodgers take a big leap up to number three. Yeah, the Dodgers, uh, I think we can all agree at this point that the demise of the Los Angeles Dodgers was... <laughs> A little bit overstated coming into the 2023 season. Well, they made trades and then those guys came over and they became super mutants. And yeah, then it's they... also it is nice when you trade for four below replacement level players sure. and they all come over. I literally all of them. Every like, single Ahmed Rosario, Kike Hernandez are both knocking the cover off the ball. Lance Lynn has made two starts and I think has given up one run total. Maybe I think two maybe, runs. maybe two runs. Maybe. maybe yeah, I think one I think of them gave up two, two runs. runs. And then uh, Joe Kelly, who the Diamondbacks saw yesterday, I don't believe has allowed a run and has yeah. struck out seven in three and two thirds innings or something. And of course, he had an ERA of five in we, Chicago. So. We, we showed the video where he couldn't even hit a target in his own backyard. He smashed his own. Oh, window. Yeah, you guys did show. Yeah, that we did. Right. So, uh, yeah, things are quite different for Joe Kelly. That guy absolutely dominated the Diamondbacks yesterday. It's but. just like the most predictable thing ever. And and oh, yeah, at least they're not even they don't even have like half the rotation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, can you, and they get uh, Walker Bueller back in and, September. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, is Neat. Dustin May supposed to come back this year? I don't remember what his what his injury. I, I know uh, he named, yeah. I know they're missing him, but I know that Walker Bueller. It sounds like yeah. is is going to return, mm -hmm. which yeah. was which was an an unknown earlier in the season. It might be in like a multi inning relief sort of a role. Not sure where things stand on. Dustin oh May, no, Dustin uh, looks like he's out for a year. Okay, he had uh, okay surgery on his flexor and UCL. So getting Walker Bueller yeah, back at some point, year. though, that's, that's, that's yeah, going to be a pretty big sucks. addition for them. And they also don't have Kershaw right now. Kershaw's also hurt right now. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. That pro that's probably why they're doing better than they normally well, are. Well, Kershaw's been good this no, year. No, I know. He was going to potentially be the starter <laughs> in the All-Star game without he was performing right. um, before all of that happened. Uh, let's take a look again at those power rankings. Rounding out the top five, we have the Orioles at number four, the Houston Astros at number five. Uh, then in the bottom half of the top ten, we have Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Blue Jays, Phillies, and next in ninth, we have the Seattle Mariners making their debut on our power rankings, uh, followed by the Giants there at 10th. The Giants have kind of uh, experienced a little bit of that bad luck that a lot of the teams right now in the wild card hunt have experienced. Everybody's kind of bad right now. Yeah. Uh, we also just, you know, had the Cubs lose a couple of games, so they fell right off our power rankings as well. But Seattle Mariners feels like things have gotten right for that team. We know that they had yeah. a lot of good things going for them, but we also know that 
like they had their own little stretch of offensive woes where it felt like every single guy uh, on their starting lineup was was striking out and, and leading the league in strikeouts. There was a lot of Mariners mm-hmm. at the top of that list, but hey, they it feel like they got things leading, together. I yeah, I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> since the Arizona Diamondbacks made the trade with the Seattle Mariners, yep. right? Uh, number one, the Diamondbacks have lost every game. And number two, or I guess they they won the game on the night of the trade. Correct. Like none of the players like actually the reached their new teams right. yet. So that one, I don't know. I don't know how you count that. Uh, the Mariners have won seven consecutive yeah, games. Um, oh God, Shane's here. And they are Great. now ten Woo! games over five hundred. The Mariners, who were sellers at the trade deadline and sold to the Arizona they're, Diamondbacks, they're are now closer <laughs> to the postseason than the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like the Mariners is, are two games out. The Diamondbacks are two and a half games out in the worst case scenario. It sucks that they've they're gonna force me to hate them. It just I have to hate the Mariners now. Why do you have to hate the Mariners? Because they, yeah. they we can't have this. We can't lose a trade. They can't. Like they this, can't. This significantly. They can't be sellers and make the playoffs <laughs> while we miss the playoffs after trying to oh, buy. Man, and buying their closer. Yeah. I mean, we it's got to be. Use. It's got to be a. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he probably doesn't actually feel this way if we were to, to ask him about it. But like, you kind of feel for Paul Seawald. Yeah, moment like <laughs> no, hundred <laughs> percent. He's really getting the short end of the yeah. stick in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet they could have really. I bet they could really use him potentially here. I don't know what their situation in their bullpen is like, but uh, for people th- wondering though about like you know the Diamondbacks players going over there, Dominic Canzone is a four sixty three OPS since becoming mm-hmm. a Mariner. And Josh Rojas has yet to reach base for them. He yeah. is he is 0 for 13. So they've had a wow. lot of success, but not because Canzone of the and, they got. Yeah, Canzone and Rojas haven't really picked things up uh, as of as of yet. Speaking of trade deadline targets and someone that di- the Diamondbacks were attached to, Michael Lorenzen had a no hitter for the Philadelphia Phillies late yeah. yesterday. Uh, could have been a good start at City Field, correct? Well, it wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna, was gonna cost too much. So of course the Diamondbacks did not pick him up. We know he wouldn't have thrown a no hitter for this team because that's the way things I go. Mean, the question you have to ask, Derek, is if Michael Lorenzen was an Arizona Diamondback and pitched for them yesterday, <laughs> would the Diamondbacks have won the game? I don't, I don't know what the answer is because the Diamondbacks didn't score a run. And uh, yes. yeah, no, that would have been yes. classic. Yes. He would have thrown nine no hitters. <laughs> innings but then they would have lost an extras yes oh god yes that's exactly the way it would have happened you're absolutely right Um, listen i'm i got real annoyed on twitter though of everybody being or not everybody people being like oh oh could have could have been a diamond bat could have like honestly uh, pitching isn't the problem right now for this team no like they weren't they weren't buying like that that's not do you want want him if it meant giving up alec thomas not like uh, it's just trading out like answer the question. No. no, 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 that's what I thought. No, yeah, good way to way to put him in his place over there, Jacob. I that's, what, that's, that. what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that's my point. Like, yeah, why would you like we're, we were never going after a guy like Lorenzo, or at least once they got the deadline, they were not going after a guy like Lorenzo. So, like, it I mean, they were well, reportedly they were. going after, yeah, literally going after but, Lorenzo. Yes, but I suppose they didn't, that's true. Uh, they but, didn't pull the trigger for like, the kinds of I guess you're ultimately about. with what they did, like Lorenzo was not necessarily in line with the other moves. And I, like, I, like who cares? Like, it doesn't have anything to do with us now. At this point, it would have felt wasteful. Yeah, I think, like... To, to really push in the chips on a rental starter. 
that I mean that just wouldn't have fixed yeah. the problems the Diamondbacks are, yeah. are dealing with now. And Phillies are and much I'll different. And I'll be damned pro- if Carson Kelly is calling a no hitter. I know Herrera played last night, right? But still, like I don't think either of these these catchers are calling a no hitter. Respectfully, you're broken, and I get it, and it's rightfully so. I get it. The Diamondbacks broke Sean. And I mean, this man was excited to cover this team two months ago, and look what's happened to him. He's a he's a he's a shell of his former self now. But uh, he's not wrong either, uh, and and neither one of you guys are wrong to be honest. Michael Lorenzen would not have been worth what the Diamondbacks had to give up because right now that's not really the focus of their issues. The reason why they're losing baseball games right now is due to a lack of offense. And it has, I mean, yeah, it's not like you can say, Oh, the pitching is perfect because it's not, it's given up just enough runs for them to lose all of these games. But you could also look at the offense and their ups and downs and how they can't seem to even generate, uh, you know, uh, enough offense in, in some of these games. But then, uh, can can get nine runs in a 10 to nine loss or whatever but texas rangers they remain frightening they're a scary team i'm glad that we are not in the american league because those the rangers are not only going to be tough to deal with uh, playing quite often but also once those playoffs come around they're going to have a pretty uh, formidable starting rotation and yeah honestly uh one of the better starting lineups in baseball so that's that's scary but we also have the padres that look like they're kind of turning it on a little bit. They're not on this power rankings, but everybody treats uh, the Dodgers they, the way they, they should. Everyone treats the Dodgers the way they should treat the Astros. Like the Astros what? are really that team. Like they're all they've just been good. Like the best team in baseball over the last five years. And like people always are like, ah, oh, the, the Dodgers. You know why? You know why they don't, right? Well, it's not the Dodgers. It's, it's not LA. Che- it's the cheating scandal. Is well, what yeah, it is. that's true. That is a good point. I mean, but, like, nothing. I don't know if I agree with the narrative that like people are are hating on the or like not respecting the Astros. Uh, like, no, I don't think I people are not not respecting tired them. Tired of hearing Astros chatter in, the but the Astros discourse. deserve it. Like they 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 win. They I, turn players into great players. Like Verlander was the had one of the best pitching seasons of, of recent memory with them. He's, after. He's, He's yeah. meaning like respect, though, like the like, respect for the franchise, right? Like, like everyone the treats the Dodgers like we always talk about the Dodgers, like, oh, guys are going to go there. And of course, they're going to be good. And of course, they're going to win the division and like all this stuff. Like Fair. the Astros do the same shit yeah. at a higher rate yeah. as of late. Well, they have more success really talk as about a team. Them. They have more championships. Yeah, they, they win in the playoffs. They don't they don't choke. Yeah. They like like they run the American League and they have for the last few years and everyone always talks about other teams because everyone talks about it's been the Rays all year. And it, last year it was the Yankees and like. It's the Astros. It's yeah. always the Astros. Getting Verlander does. Yeah, the so Astros are. Yeah, they're they're a really good baseball team. Well, and the Padres again, another mm-hmm. team that tries to keep up, also with the Dodgers and trying to you know supersede them here in the National League West. They uh, look very good, and then they don't look very good at times. So hopefully the Diamondbacks catch them on one of those you know not looking so great periods of time this year because I feel like uh, that that is what we need at this point. The Diamondbacks need a win, but I feel like the more encouraging thing would be a win over an opponent like the Padres that just kind of makes you feel like not only you're good, but that you could beat anybody in baseball. Padres by no means are the best or one of the best teams in baseball, but they're just the team that feels like it. You look at the roster, you look at who you're pitching or you're hitting against and, and it just feels like an all-star team over there that, you know, that this would feel like a very, very good win for these yeah. guys. I mean, that's what I was, I was talking about or we were talking about the other day on the show about how, like, you look at this lineup and it's not intimidating at all. Not at all. Like, that doesn't have anything to do with really their performance because you look at the right. the Padres, who ha- like obviously have been performing recently. They have a, I believe, I'm pretty sure they have a positive run differential. Like, 
Like the but, Padres have a very positive. Yeah, that's what I thought. Isn't it like seventy some? Fifty six. Fifty six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, like. I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot what the point was. No, you were just saying the Padres have a formidable lineup. Oh yeah, like even if they're lineup. not performing, like you still look at that lineup and it's like that's an that's an in, that's a scary lineup. Yeah, yeah. Regardless sure. of what they're actually doing, and the Diamondbacks don't have that. Um, even if they're playing well, like the Padres are a team you can't you always got to take seriously, and yeah, I think a win over sure. always means something, even if they're not playing well. That's a great point. Uh, the Padres, well, you, according to FanGraphs, have have double the playoff chance that the Diamondbacks do. <laughs> which is pretty crazy right Since they have a worse record yeah, yeah yeah it makes sense right uh no i mean they just they predict that the padres the rest of the season are gonna have a 574 win percentage which I, which i guess gets them to 82 wins at the end of the year that's what they're projected for the diamondbacks are projected to win 81 games so they basically view they view the Padres more favorably than the Diamondbacks, even though the Diamondbacks are, are a couple games ahead in this. Padres right are playing better right now than the Diamondbacks, and they have a lot of games left against the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised Moving how that very factors in. Yeah, uh, they do. Padres come here, and then the Diamondbacks go on the road to San Diego. So well, they, uh, they did well, and last time they were in San Diego. That's right. That's right, and it's a great place to take a road Dude, trip. I, by the way, great trip, great great road trip spot. Might. Is it a weekend series when they go? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head, but it might be. To San Diego? Yeah, yeah it's next uh, next Thursday through Sunday. All right. There you go. Just thinking about it. You should be thinking about it too. And if you do go <laughs> on that road trip, make sure to stop by Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection. Ago. I know where the Circle gas. K's are. He does. And he waited very patiently to see himself on the gas pump and <laughs> didn't see himself. But uh, you might see him. You might see any of us on the gas pumps over at Circle K, uh, except Jesse, because he didn't do the video for some reason. He doesn't love. No, I didn't. He doesn't love being uh, in, in the public like that. But uh, you can stock up at Circle K on all your favorites, including Polar Pops, which stay cold longer. You can buy Powerades, four for $5, and also get entered into an opportunity to now fight both Sean and Damon for a Ford Big Ben Bronco SUV. They also have buy two, get one free Monster Energy drinks and buy two, get one free Beatbox Hard Tea. So make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. You can do that right now. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. And of course, while you're there, check out uh, the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. At, that's our friends from Four Peaks. They have a wide variety of beers for you to enjoy. Uh, I am finishing up my fourth beer from last night just because uh, I did bite off a little more than I can chew. But uh, I do love the specialty <laughs> beers that you can get at the Four, Four Peaks A Street Pub. So make sure to not miss out on all of that. Check out their whole merch section. They have some wonderful stuff, uh, and including these specialty beers over there. You can also... Hop over to the Four Peaks Draft Room. Join us for our takeover event this Saturday. We will be meeting up there. So whether you have a takeover ticket or if you just want to stop by to say hi, meet us on the suite level. We will be down there uh, before the game. You can check out the events page in our show notes to find dates and tickets for our future takeover events. And, of course, you can check out Four Peaks event calendar at fourpeaks.com slash events to stay up to date on everything Four Peaks. Check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest. Arizona's hometown brewery must be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Speaking of that series coming up with the San Diego Padres this weekend here at Chase Field, let's take a look at the probables, which have not been confirmed yet because we still don't know if the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to start Slade Ciccone against Blake Snell on Friday. Uh, that is, still remains to be open. They could move everybody up, which means Ryan Nelson – 
would start essentially in game one and then Zach Gallon in game two? I mean, they could start Zach Gallon in game one, right? At this point? Because he last pitched on Sunday, so he would mm. be on four days rest. The Diamondbacks, because they had Monday off and they also have today off, they have a lot of options with what they can do this weekend. Um, as you said, we had, the Diamondbacks have not announced their starters for the weekend, so we're just kind of taking a stab at it. But if you just go off of the way that things line up, Slade Ciccone, if he's going to pitch, you'd think he would get the first game mm. in the series just because he hasn't pitched since last Wednesday as it is. I guess maybe they can get him some work on the side and and have him pitch a different day if they wanted to. But guessing Ciccone Friday and then Ryan Nelson pitched last Saturday, so he would yeah. line up for this Saturday and then Gallon pitched this past Sunday, so he would line up for that Sunday game against Seth Lugo. But like Nicholas says, we need Gallon on Saturday. A, because it's a takeover. B True. because dick it's milk. dick milk. It's yeah. dick milk day. It's yeah. dick milk day. Dick milk needs to happen on Saturday. Probably won't, but uh we do For know we do know that we get to summit Dick Mountain on Saturday at the takeover event. So uh, of course, it's going to be a nightmare for Jesse. Uh, I know that much. <laughs> he is going to hate it that night. But uh, another thing, speaking of things I hate, uh, is our all-city division now because, of course, the Arizona Diamondbacks have dropped two games back to the Chicago Cubs. And I hate this. I hate looking at this. I hate, I hate the jokes we made early on in the season about the lead we had. I hate all the good times we used to have. We don't have those good times anymore. Now it's just us looking up. At, at, at the Cubs guys. Yeah. Cody. Ugh. Cody with his beer bat makes me sick. I'm so jealous right now. He's been having <laughs> the, the best time ever. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Not only did I get my beer bat confiscated, maybe that's the key to the Diamondbacks losing We need streak. a beer bat? We need a fucking beer bat because Contact. mine got taken by TSA. Contact the CHO people. I'm I don't think Cody's going to help me out on that one. I don't feel like he wants us to do well. Am I wrong uh, there? Aren't, aren't you the reason the Cubs are performing as well as they are, though? They do right? have ever, a very good record since, since visiting you... Wrigley Field, yes. Yeah. I can't explain that because powers. I go to Chase Field all the time. Yeah, did I steal our mojo and give it to the Cubs? I, I don't know. you did. Um, here's Lame another sad Derek. thing. We do have the wild card standings and we did have a pretty graphic for that, but the diamondbacks have dropped so far back that we just need to now show you a screenshot of it because I mean, they're only, fit. there's only two teams ahead of them. Yeah, they, but there's like, only, five teams, there's only the five teams on the graphic, Jesse. Maybe it should have been a bigger graphic from the beginning. That's a direct attack on the production. <laughs> Maybe <here>. I <laughs> thought that they weren't going to lose 23 of their last 30 None games, None of us Jesse. thought they were going to lose well, that that's many your games, fault Jacob. For thinking. None of us. Oh, my God. Oh, this is the terrible, terrible time of the year. But, uh, again, Diamondbacks, only two and a half games out. Do they deserve to be? Absolutely not. Are they? Yes. <laughs> like they don't deserve to be two and a half games out, but they are. And that's the fact of the matter. And yeah. every single day, these guys can get up and know that they have not squandered the lead so much so that they are not playing meaningful games in August and September. They might not play meaningful games in September if this keeps up for too much longer. But like you said, Jesse, they definitely are. Uh, they're they're in control of their own destiny with the number of games they have against not only division opponents but teams ahead of them in the wild card. Yeah, yeah, they're right there. Somehow, some way, <laughs> the below five hundred Diamondbacks are right there. He doesn't believe it. Have anymore. you, have have you, you hear seen, that in his voice? Have you seen them by any chance they clone Tyrone on Netflix? No, I want to see it. It looks incredible. Essentially, they they, they clone people, and there's uh, there's like the same person in different parts of the country. Because they've been cloned. Sure. They don't know about each other. Yeah. I like to think there is that of us at all of the other NL wildcard teams being like, our team does not deserve 
uh, to be here. How are we still here? And they're having the exact same conversation. All at the having. same time. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That, they could because a lot of us don't deserve to be here. But we are. And the, we'll make the end of the season fun. If at least things can stay this close, Diamondbacks will have an opportunity uh, to to make a step at, at the playoffs. And who knows what happens. Remember what the Phillies did to us last year. They made us all believe that sneaking into the final wildcard spot is enough to get you to the World Series. And that's how and things look at where they are here. now. Like, uh, it's almost like somebody here was saying, coming from the rooftops, that the Phillies were going to be good this year. And I was told that I was wrong by a certain person producing the show. And look where we are oh, now. I was wondering. I'm like, wow. who are you throwing shade like, at right would now? Even, yeah. Well, Jacob deserves to have shade thrown at him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say that uh, at least the Diamondbacks still have a chance, right? And that's the one thing that no matter how bad things were yesterday and the day before, they they still have a chance. I, yeah. I, I, I don't really feel like it's a very good one, but I, I mean, they are absolutely in control of that. And if they can kind of get their shit to get your shit together, get it all together, put it in a bag, take it somewhere. I don't know where, but just take it somewhere like a shit sore and sell it. <laughs> I don't know. Just get your shit together. Take your shit Pack to it all the shit up store. and get your shit together. Uh, but thank <laughs> you're you. You're selling shit at the shit store. You're not buying shit at the shit store. No, 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 no. See, cause the shit store has to sell shit. So, but they also have to take in so like, like a it's, it's an importing, thing? exporting kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. Like a pawn shop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sure. They have to get shit. <laughs> to sell the shit. Yeah. So that's where you can take your shit to sell it. But uh, shit I don't sell is this awesome shit in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's these awesome, Foco bobbleheads because these are little collectible works of art. They're all limited edition. They're all amazing. Uh, and of course, you can get them at Foco uh, because they are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. The biggest thing, it's all the baseball stuff they got. Uh, these, again, blows people's minds when they find out that these are number, numbered and limited to as as small yeah, as a batch of like 25 yeah, yeah i just learned that the other day on the show yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even realize that when you go to their website cool. they'll tell you how many they made i of instantly them. wanted it more i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> yes because you know it, there, it's there's like not twenty five thousand of them like, there's only 50 one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah exactly and of course uh not only can you get these wonderful limited edition bobbleheads you can also get uh your aloha shirt straw hats polos bags everything you need for baseball season. So uh, Foco always has our back for Arizona sports. They have yours too. Make sure to check out the best gear around by visiting Foco.com and using code PHNX for all non presale items. Uh, And you can use that code PHNX to get 10% off. So do so today. And let's remember that no matter what, uh, the one way to get over uh, losses, losing streaks, losing eight games in a row is with OG's Brands Gummies. Uh, if you're stuck on what kind of OG's to get, uh, OG's takes the, the guesswork out of it for you because now they have their mixed bags of fruits and creams. And whether you try the fruits with red apple, watermelon, peach, or the creams with blackberries and cream, orange cream skull, peaches and creams, you will find a delicious uh, flavor that in, uh, that that you enjoy. Maybe you enjoy the mixed bag. Maybe you find one particular that becomes your favorite. Orange cream skull, is that for me? Uh, you guys find out what they have to offer, uh, including their sunny sativas and their mellow indica blends, which allow you to customize your OG's experience based on the mood or the number of games that your team might be behind in the wild card or how many losses they've had recently. Uh, we highly recommend you check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can check, uh, you can find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase uh, and enjoy responsibly. That's all I have. The Arizona Diamondbacks are off today. So, of course, 
Uh, we will try to figure out something. We'll watch the other teams play baseball and be sad about uh, watching some of those uh, probably maybe gain a game on the Diamondbacks. We don't know, but uh, you can make sure to join us again for that takeover this Saturday. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Sean is at Sean underscore to pause. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Uh, the maniac behind the Mac today is Fodge. He's at Fr- Jacob underscore Franklin four. I'll never forget that he is the fourth best Jacob Franklin. Um, and of course, uh, that, we won't leave Damon out. We are Damon's dogs. You can follow Damon, even though he's not here today. He's off uh, at Damon Dog, D-A-W-G there at the end. I'm giving him a shout. Of course, You're our plugging show. his Twitter handle and he's not even here. Yeah, wow. I know. It's crazy, right? He's one of the dogs. Wow. He's one, we are Damon's dogs. And so we are loyal. See, Do you woo-woo. plug my Twitter handle when I'm not here? I think he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm a Derek, good. You're uh, so I'm a good so team. Benevolent. I, I am. I'm very, I'm a very kind gosh. mayor. What can I say? But uh, Lindsay, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter, Lindsay? Lindsay Smith. Lindsay Smith. Lindsay Smith. Emma, what's your Twitter? Emma and Clark. A N N. Right. Because they're all awesome. I mean, honestly, are we really going to do the rounds around the entire office? What's your name? Espo. 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 Uh, who else is in the office? At Michaela E. Perkins. None of those matter. The one at that matters Max is at PHNX underscore D-backs. At PHNX underscore D-backs. <laughs> That's the one we want you to follow. Uh, also, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate you guys uh, for showing up today. We thank you for your time. Groundhog Mama says post game tomorrow. Absolutely. Join us back here tomorrow for our post game show after their Friday uh, game one against the San Diego Padres. Uh, but like I said, in the meantime, we appreciate you guys showing up. We thank you for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when your team appears in the power rankings. <laughs>